Since the last time we saw crime boss Paul Vitti, he's had problems. I'm going to release him into your custody. Mine? If I find out this was all just a setup, I will hold you totally responsible. After 850 days in the slammer, can this man change? i got to find a, a legitimate job. Analyze that. Come on, there's got to be something that you like to do. Yeah, well, I like hitting guys over the head with a baseball bat. That's always good. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. This is episode 273. I'm Mark. He's Mike. Welcome to the show. Uh... You too, Mark. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I also have a correction right off the bat. This episode 274. So, tack another one on there for us. And we'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I said it so... I'm looking at a different note on my phone, so I don't have... Oh, for your other podcast, which is on 273. Yeah, it's on, we're on 273. I started it uh, like a week after. Probably about a week. Yeah, so I was looking at a different note. I said it so confident. I was like, oh no, it's definitely 273. And I left 274. Yeah. Oh, man. There's people Rough that have start. multiple podcasts. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Like, I can't imagine podcasting for a living. Yeah. Like some people, I think, must be doing. Yeah. Um, like, I listen to a podcast called The Adventure Zone, which is a very popular podcast. These guys just playing Dungeons and Dragons. Right. And it's super funny. But it's like three brothers and their dad. Uh-huh. And they're on a, net, a podcast network. Yeah. And then all these brothers have multiple other shows on this network. Yeah. Like, how do you have the time for this? Yeah. They must do it just for a living. The ones who are, who are, like, famous and you're making money and you're like, oh, okay, this guy's a podcaster. I get. But, yeah, there are people who are just like, oh, you know, we're just guys we dick around. This is my other podcast where I have a different subject. It's like, man, you have a lot of hours in the week to yeah. devote to this thing because you also talk about having a regular Nine to five job, and I don't think you have advertisements on your show, <laughs> so you're making no money. <laughs> just, just casting. Yeah. Some people watch shows. Yeah. Some people play video games. Some people podcast hardcore. Yeah. More power to that. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've thought about getting a second show. Mainly yeah, it's people you sh- you asking should. me podcasting advice. What kind of mic to use? How do you get started? How do you do this? And I was like, oh, cool, you doing a show? And they're like, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, cool, what's the subject? And they're like, we're going to talk this. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, months go by, and they didn't do it. And I was like, hey. You should just do it. Hey, if you want me to jump on, I, I can sherpa you through these first few episodes. Yeah. I don't think they want a podcast. <laughs> everybody likes the idea of a podcast. Yeah, everyone likes the idea. No one wants to bite. Yeah. Well, when we were first starting, well, there I mean, are billions of them. We so. were talking. We were like, we're gonna do a podcast. We're gonna do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I think, like, I don't know what it what changed. We just fucking did it. Yeah, it did take, <laughs> take some time. You gotta get a mic. Yep. We had those. Um, I bought those karaoke mics. Yeah. We used those karaoke mics for a while. We did. Yeah. And now, I mean, now you can just do it on, on like an iPhone. Yeah. It'd probably sound great. Yeah, just use the recording device on your... Probably yeah, some karaoke mics. Yeah, I had those karaoke mics that I bought, and then you bought that mixer thing. Yep. And we were always, like, messing with the levels. Yeah, always had to mess with the levels. Yeah, it was interesting. It's yeah. fun. Nah, we gotta go back that. and do it the old school way. I, those mics are still in a bag somewhere. We should have a holiday classic episode. Yeah. Would we... Uh, Pull out the old equipment. Yeah, we'll do, like, a... We'll do an old sequel. We even go to that old house... Yeah. We did a lot of shows in, and we start recording. We, we just knock on the door like, 
hey, we're doing this classic yeah. episode in the original. We'd room. like to film it on location. And and we get there, and that turns out that room is now like it's got like a sex swing in it and yeah. stuff. And we'll make do though. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll make it work. It'll be awkward because we're professionals. We'll make it work. Yeah. I used to walk around. Yeah. Now I feel like this is too constricting. I'm just sitting. Now yeah. I just sit. Yeah. Drink beer. Talk. Probably, we probably should go back to that handheld, and then you know, that way you're, you're free. To walk I liked, I didn't enjoy walking around. Yeah. I wasn't worried about turning my voice away from the microphone. Right. Yeah. I just carried it with me. Ah, one day. One day we'll get that. We'll get the studio. <laughs> Once we start doing this for a living, we yeah, have to Yeah, we got to get a few more shows. Yeah. We got to get on one of these networks. <laughs> There's so many networks. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the benefit is. I remember, unless they're paying you, or they're like, hey, we're a network. We can get you hooked up. One, to an audience. Two, to advertisement. That seems beneficial. I remember when we got asked to join a network. We may have only had like 20 episodes. Yeah. Someone asked us to join a network. I remember I think I remember telling you about the episodes because I listened to and all they did was, I listened to two of their shows. All they did was plug their network. So I was like, I don't know what your show's about. Yeah. Other than plugging your network. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. And you're like, I'll do a little research. I'll listen to what's up. Yeah. And then you're just like, yeah. And I'm you like, gotta have you. some, uh, some con- content. Like Stay, us. Staying independent. Talking about old podcasts. We talk about other things too, though. Like, what are you watching? Um, not a ton, but I've watched a few things. Okay. I've continued. I don't. Did I mention that I was watching a show called The Kaminsky Method? Yes. I did mention that. Because I, I said John Kaczynski. We yeah. Don't laugh about yeah it. it was a really funny joke. Yeah. I watched a couple more of those. It's got. It's kind of up. It's kind of down. Um, still uh, rolling on ER. Just rolled into season five of ER. Oh, nice. I got out to see on your recommendation. I went out to see Widows. Okay. Um, I do got a bone to pick with you. Sure. I, okay, overall, I enjoyed yeah. the movie. I think it was a good movie. Yeah. It does have that Gillian Flynn twist. It absolutely has that Gillian Flynn twist. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, I did not finish Sharp Objects or Ever Steep God Girl. Okay. I didn't think that was... Yeah, I guess that was a twist. I... It was a twist, but I didn't. I didn't know that was like a Jillian Flynn move. Yeah, that's her move. Oh, okay, that's her move. I didn't hate it. But yeah, I'm like, oh, I did. That's why I was like, oh, I don't know if that. Like, oh. I remember talking about it. It was like it didn't take me out of the movie. It was like I was a little confused the first time, <laughs> or like when you first learn. I'm like, wait a minute, is what I'm seeing what's actually happening? But then there's a boat, and you're like, okay, no, okay, I get what's happening. Uh, but yeah, okay, so that's her move. That's our move. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was good. So that's I, a Jillian Flynn uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can we have a slight spoiler conversation? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, not spoiling any of the plot, but, um, you know, I just want to say, like, oh, I don't know anything about it. Uh, I think one thing that re- I really enjoyed from it was the Daniel Kalua performance. I love that he was just, like, listening to podcasts. <laughs> like, he was learning Spanish. I just, it just made him more evil somehow. Yeah. Like him just reading a book. Yep. And then putting a bookmarker Put in, bookmarker doing in, some evil on, shit, yeah. and then going right back to his book or like following her around. It's just like, like listening to NPR, like a black, like oh, you know this. He was in the Black Panthers, and then just doing an interview. Like he was listening to Serial. <laughs> he was <laughs> following her around, and then just learning Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have, you know, mob, gangsters and mobsters yeah. have other lives. Yeah, I just like, know, like, they got a home life, too. Yeah. I'm glad he has hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he doesn't let his work interfere with his hobbies. Yeah. You got to find joy in things. And so, yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, 
enjoyed it. I'd, I'd recommend it. And then, uh, what else did I watch? Oh, I fired up. I don't know if it's a classic. I might consider it a classic. I fired up Insomnia. Yeah. Christopher Nolan. Pacino? Pacino. Oh, Christopher no. Nolan directed Pacino, Robin Williams. Okay, okay, that is the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hillary Swank. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah. Good fucking movie. I hadn't seen that movie since it, the, it came out. I saw it in theater. This is interesting, because today I was looking at... We'll get into it when it was discussed today. I think it's on Hulu, by the way. Straight. Oh, yeah. I think so, because I was looking at that. I was looking at... Um, I think I went to Rotten Tomatoes and then Mega uh, Metacritics. I, was, I just g- searched best remakes. Because like, I feel like it's been a while since we've done like a great remake or sequel. Uh, and Insomnia and movies like Insomnia are on there, but they're remakes of foreign films. Right. How do we feel about that? Um, I feel like that's an original to the American audience. I think it's... Like it'd be weird yeah. to watch like the Scandinavian insomnia and then be like, and now we're going to watch the American version of it. Yeah, and I don't want to... Like, I don't want to watch yeah. the Japanese ring. Right. I don't... Even though Infernal everyone's told affairs. me Ringu or whatever yeah. is the is the scare... It's way more, you know, far scarier yeah. because they had to tone it down for American audiences. I don't need you to tell me. I, that... It's hard. Yeah. It's like, hard. Like, Departed's on there. Right. Like, oh, it's a Japanese film. Right. Yeah. Though. I think we just stick to American. American movies yeah. that are remade into more American movies. Yeah. I, and I think it's just because it's too hard to... Like, if we wanted to watch The Departed... Yeah. And then, you know, give it its, you know... You know, get, give it its fullest effort mm. and try to watch the Japanese one, we wouldn't know what the fuck's going on because, like, so much of movies like that are in the dialogue. Yeah. And although it's... It, we could find a translated version, uh, you know... Yeah. Like Bill Murray says, things are lost in translation. So first, got to say that, and that's probably a remake of some Pro- probably. <laughs> we're selling. We're a Japanese guy went to America, uh, and then the other one I, on, on that show up on those lists that I have a bone pig was like, oh, this movie started as a twenty-minute short directed by the same director. So that doesn't count as a remake, then. No, I don't. He think He made so. a short, and then someone was like. Here's more money. Make a full, right. full version of this. Yeah, I don't think that counts. Either. Yeah, those don't count. But yeah. those get shown up on the list. I was like, oh, it's either based on a foreign film, or based on a short that the director did. And like, well, now you have more money. Yeah. Here's an interesting. Did you know Heat was originally supposed to be a network show called L.A. something? Oh, I googled it. Now I forget. I don't know if it's on my Google search. But it, so it was filmed as a pilot. Pilot didn't go anywhere, so then they reshot some parts for a made-for-TV movie, and then Michael Mann just remade it again as Heat. Interesting. I, I did a little research know, about I that. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, Michael Mann did the pilot, and then he did the made-for-TV movie, and then he's like, I'm going to redo it. I'm going to call it Heat. He's just like, this is... It didn't get picked up, and, he, and he's like, this stuff's too good to just, like, yeah, forget. I, did, I didn't know that. Um I mean, it's it's like three episodes of TV long. Yeah, it is a long TV drama. We talked about it last week. <laughs> I don't know if you unless that's in unless that's in what you're watching. You I finally I, pulled the trigger. I uh-huh. did not pull the trigger. I I, I browsed through it again, uh-huh. and uh, I thought I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. But that's all. That's it. That's what I watched. Two movies and some TV. Yeah, some TV yeah. and a couple movies. Man, that's more than I did. Uh, I watched season two of Crashing. Liked it. 
quick uh, that HBO show, Pete Holmes. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that show. Oh, yeah, it came out last year. I'm finally getting around yeah, to I season two. I couldn't put it with the name of it to what it was together. Yeah, that yeah. show was great. Season two is, yeah, amazing. I saw because uh, season three is coming out in January, which I didn't know. I was I finished season two. I was like, oh, when season three coming out? Three weeks. I was like, perfect. Yeah. Good time for me to finally think. I'm like, oh, I should probably catch up on uh, Crashing. Uh, yeah, really enjoy that show. I saw someone comment on the trailer season three. They're like, the show's great. Pete, the character Pete is both the easiest and hardest guy to root for. And I was like, that's perfect. Yeah, that's why I love this show. Yeah, that's a good point. He's good. He's he's a likable guy, but there are stuff that was like, I fucking hate Pete. Pete, you're the worst. <laughs> season two of Crashing was. One was great. It was a good yeah, show. Yeah, one's really good too. Two just took it to the next level yeah. with, uh, it just, I, I loved it. So, that's how I spent most of my weekend. Uh, the only movie I watched, uh, rented it, watched it with my wife, was The Book Club, starring Diane Keaton, uh, oh man, I got her name, Jane Fonda, and some other ladies. Yeah. Uh, it's really bad. Oh, okay. Go yeah, ahead and skip I'm... it. There, there are these old ladies. Um, they're in a book club. Their life, maybe all their lives, kind of have uh, romantic problems, and then they read Fifty Shades of Grey. The book has nothing to. Them reading Fifty Shades of Grey has nothing to do with. Is that like, actually what they read? Yeah, that's what they read. Which I was like, oh, there might be some comedy in here, like these old ladies reading Fifty Shades of Grey. But them reading Fifty Shades of Grey has no effect on their actual love lives. Um. <laughs> So I feel like that, that was a miss. That, like, there could have been some good comedy. Like, you know, yeah. these, these ladies reading some, you know. Uh, well, did that come out before the Fifty Shades of Grey movie? It came out just this year, so no. So no, it came out after. Yeah. That's interesting, because it, it... I mean, they're, they're, there's a movie about a group of women reading a book that was turned into a movie yeah. for real. Does that movie exist... In their in, yeah, in their world exactly, because then, yeah, because um, then that it might make it a good movie. <laughs> if that movie, if, <laughs> if the movie exists in their world, yeah, but uh, they never answer that. They never like, oh, let's just watch the movie. because yeah. no one wants to read this book. Um, wasn't very good. Okay, and that's how I spent my weekend. So it was not a good week of television watching for me. You have your ups, you have your downs. Crash it was good, yeah. but you know I, I like to add. Uh, I like to mainly stick to movies when I do my reviews, but didn't watch any. Peaks and valleys. Saw one, and it wasn't good. Uh, you gonna get around to Ballad of Buster Scruggs? Yeah, me yeah. too. But it's been like three weeks, and I'm like, when am I gonna watch this? I'm, I'm just getting up. I'm gonna to have that right. Watch this. I'm, I want that right time. Yeah. Um, I know you're so jacked for westerns. Yeah. You haven't seen the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. You haven't done a review of the Sister Brothers. That came and went. Yeah. So that was out of theaters so fast. Yeah. That, I was, and I kind of thought, well, maybe it was just a limited release, and it'll be a wide release. Yeah. Now nah, it's just gone. Now it's gone. Never to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've, I've had some real busy weekends around here. Yeah. So, I think one more weekend, yeah. and then I'll have some weekends where it's just like three days of just time. Yeah. Wasn't even a theater weekend either. Uh, everything yeah. that was in theaters worth seeing, I saw the week before. Mm. Covered on the show. So, you know, things will come out eventually. Overlord was gone. I wanted to see Overlord. Yeah. Fucking gone. So I went to see Widows. Overlord, I want to see it. I feel like it's a home movie for me. Um, 
I don't know how to react in a theater. I hear it's very, uh, it's, uh, what do they, they keep, they keep, the term I keep hearing is like, uh, body horror. Mm. So I was like, I, I feel like I need to be home for that. Mm. I feel like it's a home watch. I feel like it's a get up from the couch a few times, <laughs> you know, <laughs> peek around the end table kind of movie. I don't know if I could be locked in a seat with a thing of popcorn. And some weird body stuff happens. I was like, I don't hate this popcorn anymore. Body horror. That's what they, they call it body horror. I was like, what do they even mean? I don't know what that means. Yeah, they're like, oh, you know, it's like a, it's like a Cronenberg. It's just body horror. I was like, transformation. I, just, I, I assume it just means like gross stuff happening on screen, <laughs> like with people's bodies. I assume okay. there's like just some body stuff. Well, it looks like there's some like mutating going yeah, on or there's, something. There's probably some graphic mutations. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, what do you do? I guess if, if the fly's body horror, that's pretty gross. Yeah. So, I it guess is. if Overlord's like that, some gross stuff happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, I, I didn't want to see Bohemian Rhapsody I, in the theater. I, like, I almost went to that. Yeah. Because the reviews were very just like, meh. It's kind of just a feel good. It kind of. Yada yada is the Queen story. I was like, yeah, that seems like a rental. I, I almost went to it just, and I'm like, yeah, I could listen to a little rock and roll right now. Yeah, I guess I mean, that's some of the positive reviews. I was like, oh, the, the songs are fun. Remy Malik's doing a great, yeah. doing doing great work. I but, don't regret not going. Yeah, I'll say that. They're long, two twenty five. It's a long, it's a long biopic. Yeah, Ugh, they probably do the whole Bohemian Rhapsody a few times. <laughs> that's a long song. It's <laughs> a long song. Right. Do we have a title for this next segment? You invented uh, this two weeks ago, two uh, episodes ago. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't have a title now. Next time we do it, I will have a title. All right. This is this is a game, Mike. It threw out at us two weeks ago, where I'm just going to pitch you a sequel or remake should happen. Called Pitch Please. Title. Uh, to, that's the title. title. Working title. Mike. Mike will come up next time. It's his turn to do this. Pitch please. So I. Was having a hard time coming up with this. I was looking. I was like, "Man, what could be a sequel? What's something I've seen recently?" But all the movies I've seen were pretty, like recent. You know, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I was ready for a Widow sequel right away. <laughs> you know, so I was trying to think, like, okay, right, what have right. I recently seen? And I was I was down in my office, and I was looking at my shelf, and I was like, "Oh, you know, you know who's hot right now?" I was kind of reading some some upcoming stuff in twenty nineteen. Stephen King, he's oh, got. Yeah. Pet Cemetery remake coming out, 2019. It Chapter Two, 2019. His latest book, The Outsider, just announced HBO miniseries starring Ben Mendelsohn. Love Ben. I'm into that. Oh yeah, because it's like a detective. Like his latest one is kind of a detective thriller. I was like, Ben Mendelsohn's gonna kill it. And is that in the same universe as Ice Cream Truck Guy? Yes, which, but different book. Which I need to finish that series yeah. you're loaning me. Yeah, I'll it's, finish. It's I'll, not, I'll get that book back. The newest one. So this is The Outsider. It's not part of the trilogy, but, but it exists in the world. Yeah, that's cool with me. Yeah. I love shit like that. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm into this. You know, so what we just... Well, okay. Uh, you know, can, we had a Carrie remake a couple years ago. But everyone is afraid to touch the Holy Grail Stephen King remakes, The Shining, because of Kubrick. But famously, yeah. Stephen King does not like that movie because it changes too much of what happens in the novel. So I'm like, this is the perfect time to remake The Shining. But, no disrespect to Stanley Kubrick, you stay true to the novel. That way it's different. So you have Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, and then you can have Stephen King's The Shining. 
we get one true to the novel. So in it, Jack Torrance, his wife Wendy, they're young, they're a young couple, coming from the East Coast, going to Colorado. He is a writer. He's a former teacher who's a writer, who is an alcoholic, who is slowly driven mad by the hotel. Wendy, played by Shelley Duvall in the movie, in the book she's like this blonde, hot housewife who's kind of depressed, but then she actually becomes the hero of the novel. And then there's all types of, there's, there's a maze, or not a maze, there's no maze, there's, there's hedge creatures that come to life, they skip that in the thing, there's a bunch more ghosts, like mafia ghosts, and so we do Stephen King's True to the Shining remake. And so now I had our time with the casting. Originally I was like, I want a Boston guy going to Colorado. Matt Damon. Perfect. You need someone who's likable, but then who can go crazy. Matt Damon, talented Mr. Ripley. I was like, it's perfect. He's 50 years old. Might be a little old to be playing a 29-year-old teacher. So now I, got, I went younger. So I'm just going to throw... So I don't know how this game works. I'm just going to throw a bunch of casting yeah, at you. Okay. Here's kind of what I got. Chris Evans. Boston guy. I don't know if he can go crazy, though. Gosling. Blue Valentine. I think he did really good crazy there. Likeable guy. But I don't know if that's, that's what I'm looking for. So I'm th- my, talking this over with my wife. She threw this name out there. I don't know if he's good or not, but here's how she sold me. Army Hammer. I go, why Army Hammer? He's got crazy eyes. Um. Hmm. Now, you're like, Army Hammer, that's not a big enough name to carry a Shining remake. That's because he's not the hero of the movie. We make up for the Army Hammer casting as Jack Torrance because Wendy is actually the star, Jennifer Lawrence. I like that. Yeah. It's Jennifer Lawrence. Who else did I have? Um, oh, I said you could have just remade. I mean, you could just take like John Krasinski and Emily Blunt because Emily Blunt was the other one I thought of because of watching The Well, Quiet, that's what I was going to suggest. A Quiet Place. Maybe Krasinski. Yeah, you go Northeasterner. Yeah. Perfect. I, I could see him playing. Because you need a guy who's like super likable right away. Right. But he's an alcoholic, and then we slowly see him go mad. This is one thing Stephen King had with Jack Nicholson's performance is like, oh, from day, from the first minute, you're like, that guy's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, Krasinski and Blunt, but I was like, oh, it's going to be too much like. Uh, like, the, like The Quiet Place. Like, it was, yeah. I was like, oh, it's going to be too much like a Quiet Place. Yeah. I don't know if Margot Robbie has the chops, like uh, Jennifer Lawrence, you know, Academy Award winner Jennifer Lawrence, too, to. Play but, scared, but also play heroic. But Margot Robbie was from her Wolf of Wall Street performance. Yeah, she might be able to. Yeah, can she play? It says you need someone who's terrified of her husband, but yeah. then at the end, ultimately comes up and is the hero of the movie. She's the one who actually defeats Jack Torrance as Wendy. Um, I was like, I mean. Katniss Everdeen herself. That, that seems the obvious choice. Uh, yeah, she'd be good. To go to go with, uh, you know, kind of in there with that Chris Evans, aren't, you know, young guy. Because they're, they're college sweethearts. And so, a little you know. more type to the, closer type to the book. Yeah. At least hair color. Yeah. Blonde. I mean, they, they mention it in the, in the I, I guess they make it dye their hair. You know, but yeah. they mention it in the novel, like when she walks in the hotel, all the heads turn. You know, she, right. she's supposed to be like this knockout. But, you know, depressed because she's just a stay-at-home mom and she should have a lot going for her. Really? Then the only other person that you need to cast in the movie, I wasn't even going to go down the IMDb rabbit hole trying to find a five-year-old actor. You just cast a guy, you hope you hope he's good. Yeah, you just try to hit 
hit yeah. big. You, you just try to pull uh, Stranger Things. We were like, something. my wife was like, oh, Jacob Tremblay. I was like, oh, yeah, the kid from Room? Oh, he's 13 now. <laughs> they age. They grow up so fast. They do. They do. They grow up so fast. So now you need a Dick Halloran. Made famous by Scatman Crothers. Had to do some research on Scatman Crothers from the original Shining. Scatman Crothers was a musician turned actor who made, I guess, got his fame on Chico and the Man. And then he <laughs> plays Dick Halloran, the cook caretaker of the Overlook Hotel. He's He's got to be... Uh, charismatic and charming. He wins the trust of Wendy and Danny right away. And then at the end, even though it scares him to come back to the hotel, he ultimately comes back because he's the trying to be hero, trying to save Wendy and Danny because he knows they're in trouble. So I was like, okay, what's another musician turned actor made famous from a sitcom who can play this role? He's got to be a few years older, 20 years older than Jennifer Lawrence on Army Hammer, Will Smith. So now it doesn't matter that I cast Army Hammer. I'm selling the movie. Jennifer Lawrence, Will, Will Smith, Smith, Army Hammer, yeah. The Shining remake. CGI, or, you know, we get hedge maze animals come into life. We get the hose that turns into a snake. Mafia ghosts. Still got the lady in the in the bathtub. Yeah, I, I'm on board with that. I didn't have a director. I'm on board with everything yeah. you just said there. No one's going to touch that movie. I, right. Stephen well, King would have so to direct scared? it himself. Which brings me to what I thought you were going to say, Maximum Overdrive. Ooh, we do Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> yeah. We do got the technology. <laughs> and I think you can still get Emilio. And probably ACDC. Yeah. We are getting... So Stephen King did write a sequel to The Shining. Okay. Doctor Sleep. We're getting a Doctor Sleep movie. Oh, okay. Coming yeah. out, I think, in 2019 as well. Starring Ewan McGregor. It just wrapped, uh, wrapped filming. So Must now's the time. I was like... Let's pull the trigger on a Shining remake. But you're right. It's, it's Kubrick. No one's going to touch it. Yeah. But it's like, if you stick to the book, maybe it's different enough that you can have both exist in the world. And then they do the thing where it's like, apples and oranges, you can't compare them. Yeah, I mean, the uh, Stephen King properties are hot right now. Yeah, very hot. So. Yeah. So that, yeah. that's my movie. I, I don't know yeah. where we go from here. Do you give me money? Uh. Is that how this works? <laughs> I'm going to need like, I mean, Jennifer Lawrence, what's that? That's like 20 mil. All right, I'm gonna go. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go yeah. write a check. What? A, Smith, Smith and Lawrence, right there. That's that's forty million dollars. That's just for cast. Seems for uh, seems under. You think they're more? I don't know what they. I, I don't thought know. I read. I have no idea what actors make for like passengers. I mean, Jeremy Lawrence got like twenty million dollars. You figure Will Smith, I and mean, that's it. Yeah. Hey, it's coming off. Right? Maybe this is like. Hey, Will. This is. This is gonna be. You want your shot at the Academy Award? You take over the role made famous by Scat Bank Brothers. Nah, dude. He's got Aladdin coming out. Yeah. So that's why I was kind of hoping I could pee back off that a little bit. You know? <laughs> he's, really, he's really the one bringing the audience in. I was like, oh, Will Smith in, in this famous role. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Army's just happy to be there. I hope I hope he truly has crazy eyes. I was like, I don't know if his eyes are crazy, but that's what my wife said. Yeah. She well, also called him Poor Man Gosling, and I wanted to stay away from Gosling because I was like, Gosling's too easy. Yeah, to be like, oh, in my movie, I got Ryan Gosling. Like, that's too easy. I too easy to say. I mean, I, I didn't see Man on the Moon or whatever. Yeah. But I... Uh, was it First Man? First Man. I, I'm not a... I don't think Gosling's yeah. a great actor. I I love I love Blade Runner. Yeah. But I don't think it's because Gosling, Gosling, Gosling is a great actor. Yeah. The, the role that I... That I was like, oh, here's why, is it, would, it was Blue Valentine, where he plays a... Alcoholic husband 
who I've never seen. Also, it. very he's very charming. But I was like, oh, we could just get Gosling and Michelle Williams. Boom, threw them back in there. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to take two people from the same movie. It's like do the thing you did in this movie, but now there's ghosts. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he can be a little crazy. Originally, you know, Chris Evans. But I was like, I, I've never seen him. I've never seen Chris Evans break bad. I mean, he yeah, all his stuff. He's like kind of either he's like the hero role. Yeah, I can see him being the likable teacher. I can see him. Playing the alcoholic, do I oh, do I believe him with a mallet in his hand chasing down a five year old trying to kill? Him? I might, I might actually, yeah. I might like Chris you Evans. Got think like little yeah. Snowpiercer Chris Evans. I th- yeah, yeah. And ang- anger. Mm-hmm. You need that yeah. anger driving that crazy. Let me throw this at you, Army Hammer. Maybe a little cheaper. Hasn't shown up in a Marvel movie yet. His price is that's true. The roof, yeah. That's true though. He did. They did. He did have that big. Uh, Academy push last year. Call though. me by your name, yeah. So, so now I'm like, Army, you, you, the Academy, they love you. I'm here to get you into a big blockbuster. Because listen, a Shining remake, that's a big blockbuster. Remember when you did Lone Ranger? Yes. We're gonna fix that. This is redemption. <laughs> this is the redemption song. Johnny Depp is not gonna be in this movie. No, we're keeping him <laughs> away. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Lone Ranger, but I I didn't see it either. <laughs> uh, so that, that should tell you something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But you know. All right. The Winkle Bosses. He was great as both of them. That is a bold choice. Yeah. You, you are, know, you're a bold man. Co- Bo- we'll call it bold, bold sequels. This is my this is my first time yeah. doing it. I was like, let's go big or go home. Yeah. Yeah. Was I watching Sister Act 2 back in the habit? I was like, I could use a third one of these. Yeah. That would have been too easy because of too course. Easy. You would have been like, yes. More Sister Mary yep. Clarence. You would just said... Whoopi Goldberg. I'm like, oh, yep. Here's money. Here's money, 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 money. This one you got. You got to do a little convincing because your initial reaction is probably like, no way, no way do you touch it. Yeah, it's all about the cast. I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah, I think you're right. It is the cast. Yeah, it is a di- it, it is a different take. We'll call it, and you know, we'll call it the author's cut. Yeah, the author's cut. Yeah, man, you think it'd be easy, but googling. Top blonde actresses in their 30s does not yield great results. Because <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a, like, I want a female driven movie. This is what I want. And, you know, in, in this Me Too, in, the, in this Me Too time, you tell me a movie about an alcoholic, abusive husband, but the hero is the wife, we're making all the money. But then I was like, who are my options? Lady Gaga? Do I put her in the movie right away? I, I see, I see the flaw in your Google search right yeah. now. You forgot to add naked at the end. Oh. You got a whole list of shit. No, yeah, this is... <laughs> yeah. It gave me a lot of, I was like... But I want, like... I want, like, good actress. <laughs> gave me, like, four. I was like, I can work with these, I guess. I mean, Gaga was good in that in that movie, um, Star is Born. And I was, but, I was like, I'll just put but, Bradley Cooper and Gaga in this movie. Because he could play crazy. Oh, yeah, he could. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah, I don't think she would be right for this role, though. Yeah. Cause I need that. I need. She FDA. was crazy. She she played crazy. If you flip the gen, gender, reverse it. Ooh, so that little, could be a move. Yeah, she's the alcoholic. She's the alcoholic crazy. She goes crazy. It's up to the super smoking hot trophy husband, yeah. who's depressed because now he's just a stay at home dad, to rise up and physically fight his wife. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That'll play great. <laughs> Bradley Cooper just leaning back and 
punches her in the face. <laughs> and that's the part of the movie where I want everyone to applaud <laughs> in the theater. It was like, yeah, he finally did it. It's been an hour and a half and he finally... <laughs> that's the movie. Cool, cool. My favorite pick was Will Smith just because I was like... Why not? Scam Man Crothers. Like, <laughs> the idea of, like, who's another musician turned actor yeah. who was made famous in a sitcom. Because <laughs> originally, I had, uh... Originally, it was Charles S. Dunn, the janitor from, uh, Rudy, who... The hard part of that role was, like, just finding guys who were still alive. Because I was like, oh, that man came great. He's like, oh, he is dead. <laughs> so I found him. I was like, no, I need bigger. Then went Eddie Murphy. I was like, you know what? Maybe a little redemption for Eddie Murphy. Like, come back. You're going to be Scat Man Crothers. He's dead, too. Yeah. Will Smith. <laughs> Although, I need, um, I need, like, concussion Will Smith, not uh, right. I Am Legend Will Smith. I was like, you got to lay off the push-ups and the creatine, bro. I, I can't have you jacked. Yeah, you can't be that jacked. I can't have you coming riding on a snowmobile, you know. You got to you got to get Christian Bale on it. Yes, you got to de jack. I need you to look like Dick Cheney you, by the time we film. You have got to unjack yourself. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> mm. So yeah, that's that's what kept me up last night. That and thinking about the movie we watched today, or that we're doing today. I don't know when you watch. You can watch it whenever you want to watch it. Yeah. We watched the 2004 sequel to 1999's Analyze This. Analyze that. Uh, let me first just say. What a shitty fucking title. As I'll you be know, straight on. I love clever titles. I did like Analyze This. This one. Analyze That. <laughs> it's not Analyze This too. That. that. That's too confusing. I'm waiting. When are we going to get Analyze, analyze The Other? Isn't it This, That, and The Other? This, That. Those. Analyze Those. Who's? Who? This, That, and Who? I don't know. Analyze This is a 1990 film, 1999 film directed by Harold Ramis, starring Billy Crystal and Robert De Niro. Uh, De Niro played Paul Vitti. He's one of New York's most powerful gangsters. Uh, he's grown up in the mob life and has been well prepared for his future responsibilities. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. What's, what's happens in this movie? Essentially, he has a panic attack, right? Stuff goes down. Uh, it was uh, a hit on his surrogate father. That uh, now is messed with Paul emotionally, and he enlists the help of Billy Crystal's character Ben, the psychiatrist. Ben Sobel. Ben Sobel, yes. Yeah. Psychologist to fix his problems. All the while, there's some mafia stuff going on. Billy Crystal has to get involved. It's kind of a fish out of water right. comedy uh, about the gangster life. Was this your first time watching Analyze This? It was the first time I'd seen it. Yeah. What were your thoughts of Analyze This? Funny, I, I thought it was a funny comedy. Yeah. There was one scene in particular that really just knocked me out and sold me completely on the film. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I like De Niro in these. I like De Niro playing his stereotypical mobster role. Yeah, but in a funny movie, I just enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, I had seen this before, but I rewatched it and I liked it. I was like, "This is a great little '90s comedy." Yeah. It's it's fun. It, it should just uh, exist in this like bubble of '90s movies. That sure. you know, if it comes on cable, you're not gonna turn away from analyze this. You know, it's fine. We'll leave it on. It's got some laughs. It's funny. Critics liked it. Six hundred percent of Rotten Tomato. Made a lot of money. Had a against. Well, it grossed one hundred and six million dollars domestically. Uh, against an eighty million dollar budget, and that's gotta be all De Niro, right? 
I mean, Crystal, Crystal's got some pull. He, yeah. He's I mean, coming off throw, throw Mama from the train. <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> Which I didn't watch yet. Oh, yeah. When, when did, so, Crystal had a nice little run of, like, kind of being, like, the leading man in comedies. I feel like he had some dad comedies in there. Yeah. And then there was that, like, where he was a basketball referee movie. Uh, I've not. Yeah. yeah. Crystal was, like, leading comedies in the night. I can probably name three Chris, Billy Crystal movies I've seen. Yeah. Um. When, Sarah, when, when okay, Harry Met Sally, which is one of my favorite movies of all yeah. time, and then which is probably like most everybody, one of everyone's favorite yeah. movies of all time, uh, Princess Bride Princess for a Bride, very small part, and Max then, the Healer or whatever. Yeah, and then now analyze this, this and that. So we also got uh, Throw Ball Train. Great. And see, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. My Giant, the movie where he's an NBA referee. I forget what it's called, but there's a movie where he's an NBA referee. Um. Yeah, I might be tapped on Christmas. Is my giant tone with Andre? Is no. Andre in it? No, not Andre. Just like a big, tall guy. Mm-hmm. Kind of like in the, I think it was like a big Eastern European mm-hmm. dude. I forget why he's with Billy Crystal. I think Billy Crystal's going to be his manager and he's going to get him into movies or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I don't remember my giant. I'm not sure. I think maybe I've yeah. seen that. Now, in two weeks, I've seen both Throw Mama from the Train and Analyze This. And my takeaway from that was, like, I kind of like Billy Crystal's shtick. I do, too. I kind of like his, like, fast-talking, you know, New I'm York. I'm fast-talking. I'm a New Yorker Jew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to say something? I got a witty, witty response. Yeah. I got a retort to that. I could, throw a little, I could throw a little tagline at the end of what you just said. And I'm Jewish. Yeah, and he's Jewish. The only thing that kept him out of all those mafia movies <laughs> in, the, in the early 90s was the fact that he was Jewish. Otherwise, he'd fit right in with Pesci and the guys. Right. The gang. Yeah. Um... That same year, because uh, uh, it was a big time for Mafia movies. In 1998, we had two spoof Mafia movies. Mafia and The Godson both came out. And then this year, 1999, we get Analyze This and uh, Mickey Blue Eyes starring uh, Hugh Grant. So it's just always fun when uh, two very similar movies come yeah. out in the same year. They, and it, ha- it happens yeah. all the time. So it made a bunch of money. Uh, sat nice with the critics. Billy Crystal, Robert De Niro, I think... De Niro fell in love with this comedy thing before 1999. Never started a comedy. You go through his IMDb and it's Casino, Goodfellas, Heat, crime movies. 1999, he goes ahead and does Analyze This. Follows that up with a movie called Flawless, The Adventures of Rocky Bullwinkle, Men of Honor, Meet the Parents, The Score, Showtime, City by the Sea, Analyze That, Shark Tale, and Meet the Fockers. So in five years, he does six comedies after this. Having never done a comedy before, so right, I think he's, yeah, he's like, oh, I could do this. He, he he's and he's good at playing that kind of hard nosed kind of guy. Yeah. Like in you know, Meet the Fockers or the prequel to that, the Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents. Yeah. I mean, he's he's like he's the CIA vet guy or whatever. Uh, yeah, we should do those movies. Yeah, those but are... he he's he doesn't go he goes doesn't go hard into like this slapstick comedy routine. He keeps he plays, what he's good at. Yeah, he, uh, kind of allowing himself to kind of like be the butt of the joke, kind yeah. of playing the same role, but allowing comedy to exist around him. Because I mean, you could take Paul Vitti. I mean, that's I like the crying and stuff. You could take a lot of what Paul Vitti does in these movies and just put it in a mafia movie. You could, yeah. He's like, oh, this is a character, just put him in a Scorsese film and it fits perfectly. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, which I kind of liked about the movie. It was like, it was a comedy, but like, the mafia stuff was real to the movies of the time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the shootouts and stuff. It wasn't like, played for like, big laughs, like the, the mafia stuff. Uh, but I did like Jelly. Yeah, I like Jelly too. You're just popping up. Yeah. <laughs> so, fast forward five years, 2004. We gotta have a sequel. It's gotta be called to Analyze That. It's so obvious when you make a movie called Analyze This. You think it's one of the movies where they had the sequel title first? Yeah. I was like, oh, we should make a movie called Analyze That. Like, Get to writing. In this movie, Paul Vitti, after being arrested at the end of the first movie, um, is released into the custody of uh, Billy Crystal's character because he has a mental breakdown in prison. And he was up for parole anyways. So they decided to... They were trying to kill him. Someone was yeah. trying to kill him before he actually got out. Got out. So he gets released to his custody. Uh, and now he's kind of got to go straight. But also figure out who's trying to kill him. Do some mafia stuff. Billy Crystal, he's got his own stuff to worry about in this movie. More hilarity ensues. Analyze that. So I take it you've never seen Analyze This. This is your first time seeing Analyze That. That's right. Yeah. What's your one sentence, 140 length character tweet about Analyze That? A continuation, a, a straight continuation of Analyze This, though falling flat in the joke category. Yeah, yeah. I that? said, uh, rely too much on De Niro and Crystal's shtick to generate laughs as opposed to writing jokes. There you go. Yeah. I, I do wonder how much of this movie is supposed to be improvised. <laughs> and they're like, you guys just do your thing. Yeah, just, you know, remember that last movie? Just, De Niro, you got comedy chops now. Just do it. Here we go, let's do it. Just do it. Roll. Roll tape. This movie, not as successful in the box office, had a $60 million budget, so somebody cut their price. I assume it's Crystal. <laughs> uh, it only grossed $32 million domestically. Ooh, so that, not that's good. not good. That is a bomb. Open number two uh, in the, the weekend of December 6th, uh, Came in second to Die Another Day, which was in its third week. Mm. Um, it did beat Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, which was in its fourth week. Uh, and Empire and Treasure Planet. Do you know what those last two movies are? Treasure Planet? Isn't that a Muppets movie? Oh, okay. That makes sense. And then Empire... Empire. Is a Christian Bale? Is that a Christian is Bale that, movie? That, okay. That takes place in like L.A. or something. Huh. Well, that movie also. I'm not sure. Premiered that week and it came in number four. But I was like, I don't, I don't know what those two movies. So I'm gonna fact check that and get it. Yeah, back let's to know this. what Empire is and if it's a remake or sequel of something. <laughs> um, what do you think this got Rotten Tomato wise? Well, the first was a 60. 69. Just it's fresh, but not certified fresh. It's probably got to be down into like the 42s. 27. Oh. 27%. Oh. Uh, I do like, uh, I don't really, you know, whatever critics want to say, you know, they can say what they want. I, I do like this quote by Richard Roper. I can analyze this movie in three words. Thumbs freaking down. <laughs> <laughs> That's Richard Roper. Uh, what was That's the good, good though, in Analyze That? Um, I'm sure I had a note. Yeah. On what I enjoyed, um... I, and I've mentioned this about other things. I like when it's kind of just a straight continuation. Yeah. You can watch these movies back to back. Right. There is about... I mean, how long do you think Paul goes to prison for? 
I think they said he was he was in for what three years? Yeah, years? three, four years, four years. Something or maybe like it's that. the time of the in between five movies. Yeah, because so how old is Billy Crystal's son? Eighteen. Yeah, he, he he's yeah, a, the movie he's probably like thirteen or he, the first he's like he's at least driving it yeah. seems. Um, but yeah, so I I liked kind of this continue. It, yeah. it had a good um, continuity as far as from the end of the first. This to sort of second, yeah, it's a good way to start into into the story, um, and I I like crystalisms, yeah, crystalisms and and De Niro as a mobster, he plays a good mobster, but yeah, he, he, he should give that a he should give that a go, and that I mean, that him being completely like dead face when like. Do, like Crystal's doing like the Three Stooges yeah. thing and like that was fucking awesome did you stay for the credits I did we got, we got a little gag reel I did always fun in the they movie. don't do that enough anymore no. we need more extended gag reel scenes wouldn't you like that in Wit Widows <laughs> absolutely at the end just kind of kind of the laugh tra- you know <laughs> them breaking <laughs> um I like the idea of Little Caesars I think that should have been the movie was De Niro getting out of prison, going straight, becoming a consultant on The Sopranos, essentially. Yeah. But then still doing mafia stuff under the guise of, like, this cover. That, no, he's just a consultant. It's kind of, that just turns into, like, My Blue Heaven, but with De Niro. So that, I, I enjoyed that, too, now you yeah. mentioned I did like that part of it. Yeah. I wish he was a little more involved in it. I, I don't like when he was just like, no, take out all these lines, and the guy's like, there's no dialogue. He's like, offer suggestion, De Niro. You're a consultant. <laughs> That was a funny scene to me. I, I like, um, but yeah, he should have suggested. This is what you say, and it would just be like horrible. Yeah, horrible thing to say to somebody. Yeah, but I like him just sitting there. Nah, maybe like uh, we can't say that on TV. Right. I, I wish yeah. he would have. I wish his character would have taken that job seriously. Seriously, yes. Yeah. I, I Instead of just to appease his parole officer. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy Jelly. I just like yeah. watching. I think like when he said like that. Uh, ben runs into him for the first time. He's just like, or he throws the rock through the window to try to get their attention. He just throws it through, and then Ben's like, "I thought you were prison." He goes, "It would appear not." It's like that. Um, and yeah, I also wrote down. Uh, I still like Billy Crystal. Just kind of doing his like fast talking shtick. Yeah. Uh, and the line I wrote down was, uh, "It's Ginkgo Biloba. It helps me with my memory, and I forget what else." <laughs> like that's that's solid. That yeah. is funny. That is. That is funny, Billy Crystal. That is good. That is a good one. Yeah. What didn't you like about analyze that? Um, it it didn't have like a, a the like analyze this had that defining scene where Billy Crystal has to go into yeah. the mob council and he's doing his thing and it was so fucking funny. Yeah. And this one's pivotal scene is uh, it's just being vague He's a, yeah or, or it's the heist I don't know what the yeah. fuck um, but it didn't have anything to yeah to tie together the, the there were no good jokes yeah um, also like you know if your budget is whatever I don't know how much you had you pay Lisa Kudrow you know superstar from Friends but she was completely pointless in both movies, so you could have cut the budget there a little bit. 
I, I like Lisa Kudrow a lot. Really not doing anything and in this movie. nothing in this movie is other yeah. than being Lisa Kudrow yeah. in a movie. And and I'm just like, give her more to do. Yeah, yes. Involve her in the mob life in the second movie or something. Yeah. Or no, I feel like she could have brought it, but yeah. We, we had, have a nothing character. We had that super brief scene where Vito or Vidi makes his son the driver. Yeah. And he's like guarding the car. And I thought that was great. And I wanted to see, oh, pulling him into it now. Yeah. But that was it after that it was goes done. Nowhere. Yeah. I do like that uh, Ben borrowed his car and it was like a piece of shit Honda that had, but still had Street Club. <laughs> Which, you know, yeah. Yeah. 2004, that's what Kid would that's do. That's what Kid would do. Yeah. yeah. I was confused. There's a lot going on in this plot. I was a little confused about what was going on. <laughs> I didn't really understand why Paul Vini was being released to this guy's custody. Uh, yeah. But Is that a thing that happens to the just, mobsters? How accurate is that? Was I, he like... I, I think not accurate. He was fooling the prison system to let him out, but then I feel like his cover was blown immediately, so like, why didn't they just put him back into prison? Well, they did, like, the... They had that little scene with, with the FBI agents, and the they were like, you think he's really crazy? Like, no, he's not crazy at all, but he's going to lead us to... Oh, okay. Yeah, so maybe he went up to get a, get a beer during that little short scene or something. Uh, yeah. I think I was too distracted by uh, Great Kudrow being like two words, pantsuit. I was like, ooh, she's sassy. But I was like, I don't know what the, I don't get what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but must have yeah. spaced out on that. Yeah, seat. they made that clear. Okay, they they made it clear that they knew he wasn't crazy, yeah. but they're just letting him out because he's going to lead us to the, to the bad guys. Didn't like the montage of uh, Paul having to get regular jobs. No, that there's, was, there was nothing funny. It was just yeah, De Niro kind of doing his mouth thing. But I was like, man, you need jokes. You need some yeah. written funny things for him to say. You can't just have him doing his like Robert De Niro shtick and having me laugh because. And that's kind of where it lost. It's it it, it kind of lost continuity. Is at the end of, of analyze this, he's like, I'm going straight yeah. and getting out. Okay, you got out. Billy's trying to find your real job, but you're not. So obviously, so. Yeah. He's just going back into the life of crime. That's why I, I think like the little seizure thing would have been great. They're like, oh no, I've gone straight. Like I'm a consultant's mom movie. But then like, you know, end of act one, you find out it's like, oh no, he's he's planning a job. Right. I mean, it's because someone is trying to, to whack him. It should have been, he got out, the first job, the only job he could get yeah. was delivering pieces for Little Caesars. Oh yeah. And then he delivers to the set. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're a real mobster. This is a whole other movie. Yeah. That I'm coming up with here. Well, then this is my next <laughs> question. Does Analyze That deserve a remake? Yeah. Uh, deserve or need? Need a remake. It needs a remake. Yeah. It needs to be redone better. Yeah. I I mean, obviously, we're coming up with, you and I could easily come up with a better story. Yeah. I thought about it. We don't have gangster actors anymore, though, in 2018. Not... As much as we had in the 90s where it's like, oh yeah, like, it'd be funny to see Ray Liotta or Joe Pesci or Al Pacino or Robert De Niro in these comedies. Now it's like, well, who who was like a tough guy actor from 2010 that was like, oh, it'd be funny to see this guy in a comedy based on the genre that he's in, but I don't know. I mean, it would it would have been... We don't Tony make mob- Sup- It would have been Tony Soprano, yeah, but he died. Yeah, he would have been Gandolfini, but... So- after that, I think what happens is the Prandos came and people are like, oh, we're not even going to touch mafia movies. Yeah. Now our mobsters are Irish. Now, when was when was Sopranos out? Was it? It was during Analyze That. 
Because I, I thought Little Caesars was Sopranos. Okay. I, I want to say uh, Sopranos is like 99 or something. Okay. Maybe 2000. Because it is, yeah, kind of almost a direct spoof of yeah. Tony Soprano seeing a psychotherapist. Yeah, Sopranos comes out in 1999. So, been out same year. Fun. Yeah. Analyze, Analyze This came out the same, so same year. Yeah. As, Interesting. Or Analyze This, yeah, the first one, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to see a sequel to Analyze That? Do you want to see Analyze what What's Left? I kind of... Analyze... I, I kind of do, actually. <laughs> It's De Niro, it's Crystal, it's yeah. 13 years later. Yeah, let's get Kudrow in there. Yeah. You do it, but I want to see, it's Billy Crystal. He's full on, like, in the mob. Maybe De Niro goes back to school. He becomes a psychologist. <laughs> yeah, you flip, you flip the roles. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I probably wouldn't get out to the theater to see, yeah. analyze those or whatever. Um, it seems like the type of movie that it would be announced like they're remaking. Just it seems like a lot of people are going back and be like, ah, we're getting Bad Boys three. Fifteen years after no one asked for it, <laughs> like analyze that. It was like, well, analyze this was a big hit. People want to see analyze those. Analyze those. Yeah. All right, yeah, they're have to come up with a clever. It's gonna be hard to be analyze that. They're right? gonna what? So whatever the title is. I think what it's going to be is Billy Crystal yeah. and De Niro are kind of going to like a couples therapy because uh-huh. they're friends. Yeah, but they start the butt heads. Mm-hmm. Analyze those, those two. Ooh, maybe they're on the run from mafia. Cujo's not in the movie. It's Crystal. <laughs> it's De Niro. They get put in like witness protection agency. And are sent to a couple's okay. like, retreat. Yeah, okay, that's and, good. That's uh, good. Then there's some comedy there because you know they gotta wear like a lot of like like it's it's De Niro and Lennon, but you know he's a mobster guy, right? Guy. And it's uh, Billy Crystal. Well, he's a therapist, but he's got to pretend to like accept therapy, maybe from like a like a yogi type guy. Yeah, some 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 uh, yeah some naturalist Eastern medicine, yeah, and hippie type, right. Uh, you know what? Now I said I'd see this movie. It's really pretty good. Yeah, it sounds like it's 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 no Harold Ramis in this. No, unfortunately, no. no. Who? I was going through his IMDb. A lot of misses. Yeah, for us, love and Harold Ramis. I know, isn't there? Yeah, you I, look at his directing movies he directed. Uh, Caddyshack, which I don't know if that still holds up, but I mean that's it does. It's a very popular it definitely comedy. Does Groundhog's Day? Great movie. But then it's just like a lot of like analyze that and bedazzled and uh I think that's kind of the nature of, of comedy. Yeah. yeah. It's so easy to put out a stinker. Yeah. You gotta do like the Adam McCabe move where it's just like uh oh, you, you knock out four comedies people like and like, alright, I'm just doing biopics. I'm going straight. <laughs> yeah, I'm going straight. I'm just doing dramas from here on out. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think the thing with Harold Ramis is is his his great his move his good movies are so great yeah that we do forgive him for putting Brendan Fraser and Elizabeth Hurley in a film yeah together oh uh, I mean Elizabeth Hurley top top of her game she was huge her game was Brendan just like Fraser was very huge good on him. film yeah uh, yeah I mean multiplicity Stuart saves his family 
Vacation. Vacation's a win. I liked Multiplicity. You like Multiplicity? Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen Multiplicity in 1996. It came out in 1996. I saw it in 1996 and I was like, I never have to revisit this yeah. again. I enjoyed that. That's the pin of like an 11-year-old. I probably hate it now, though. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and then uh, Year One. That wasn't very good, right? Michael Sarah and Jack Black. Oh, camping. I never saw that one. No, yeah. that one was not good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, not not a lot of... Um, maybe more as a writer, Harold Ramis. Yeah. We just really love Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. And him as the dad and Knocked Up. Yeah, that's yeah. I forgot he was yeah. in that. Any other thoughts on uh, Analyze That? No, I really don't. I, I thought yeah. I'd have more... Because I was pretty excited to watch these yeah. movies, and, and after watching Analyze That, I'm like, I was just like, oh man, yeah, what did I do? Analyze This, though, I do feel like it's just one of those like, I did enjoy, I did, solid 90s comedies. I that. did enjoy yeah. that. And, and Not a classic, but serviceable. Yeah, and I was watching and I was enjoying it, but yeah, when you get to that Mafia Council scene and Billy Crystal really turns up the juice, yeah. I was just like, this is so great. Yeah. Slapping, <laughs> slapping, slapping jelly. jelly. And then when he's talking to, uh, but Chaz, um, Palmetier, yeah. Palmetier or Palmer, Palmeretti. Yeah, we saw that character. And he's just like, wait, the first thing or the second thing. <laughs> and he's just like, you know, Paul Beatty, He's held up. He'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> Kinda. Um. All right. Analyze that. Did we need it? No. 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 I think. You could have just left analyze this alone as like this gem of yeah. the 90s where it's like, oh, no one thought about it. And then 15 years later, it can get recommended to Mike through the HBO app. And then you watch it and go, hey, you know what's solid? Analyze this. But now it's kind of always tied to analyze that. Or be one of those cool, dis- and it could still end up being like one of these cool, like, I'm, I'm doing a De Niro study for college. Yeah. And I'm watching all these De Niro movies and you're just like, what the f? You know, it's just- an interesting turning point yeah. in his career because, yeah. I mean, you could follow it right up to 1999. And then just see where he went after that. And it's like, oh, no, this is a guy who, uh, yeah, found found that he, he also has a snitch as a comedy guy. Yeah. He's eventually going to do Grudge Match. He plays a boxer. He fights Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, that's right. Way past his prime. Yeah. Both of them. Um, that's not a good movie either. Is he is he reprising his role from, from uh, Raging Bull? Raging, no, but I think the idea is like, yeah. We got, we got, we got Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa and what's versus, his... Raging Bull. Yeah, I can't remember his name. It's close to... It sounds like... It's like Rocky Belafonte or something, isn't it? Uh, uh, I feel like his name's Rocky, too. <laughs> well, if you're a white... Italian, or if you're an Italian boxer... You gotta be named Rocky. Yeah. It just makes sense. Let's yeah. See. Raging Bull. Wait. Oh, there's a Raging Bull Casino. Oh. No, that is. Raging Bull. Jake Lamonta. Jake. But the friends call them Rocky. Friends, Jake Rocky Lamonta. Lamonta, yeah, yeah. Analyze that. It's not really great, but analyze this is fun. If you never seen analyze this, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to recommend analyze yeah. this. Um, I don't know what it, like it compares to, but like when you when you see it, it it has a feel to it. Yeah, it has this nice like nostalgic feel uh, of watching that type of movies. What's Billy Crystal up to? This? He's so. He's alive and kicking, right? Yeah, he's... I'm sure. I don't know what he's up He's making, making baseball documentaries now. He'll probably pop something out. Just talks about the Yankees. That's all the... Yeah, I mean, that's what you see him now, is that fucking Yankees playoff games. Yeah. Oh, look, it's Billy Crystal. Again. Talking about Roger Maris. <laughs> 62. 
talking about a thousand summers is one man. Did you see that? No. Yeah, I remember watching that. I know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, was I, like, I, never watched, a, I never saw it though. It was weird. <laughs> no, one man, one man shows are weird. Ah, my uncle, he sounded like this, and then that was one of a thousand summers, <laughs> and then just fade to black, and he comes back up, and he's he's twelve now. It's weird. <laughs> if you got thoughts on uh, analyze this, analyze that. If you got, if you're an investor and you want to invest in my Shining remake. Yeah. Let us know. Emails. DBTG Podcast. We're taking all business inquiries at dbtgpodcast.gmail.com. All inquiries. What do we think? 200 mil? We can get it down to 200 mil? Uh, There's going to be some yeah. CGI's. I want, I, want those, I, mean, I want those hedge mazes. Unless you can do practical effects, but I don't know. I think we could get it done for 150. We'd have to cut on casting, probably. Oh. Probably we, means no J-Law. We get Army Hammer's brother. The other yeah, Army, we get the other, we get the other ha- hammer, bro. The other, the other hammer. The other hammer, bro, and, well, I mean, what's a poor person's Jennifer Lawrence? Oh, I have a couple others. Um, Elizabeth Olsen. Probably get her. I think she's a oh, fine actress. Oh, from Wind actress. River? Yeah, from Wind River. Oh, yeah, she's great. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, probably, probably poor man's J-Law, you know. Yeah, get her, and uh, <laughs> the poor, uh, probably can't get Will Smith, we can get Martin Lawrence. No, man, they're shooting Bad Boys 3. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. He's, he's going to be... We the... are going to have to get Charles S. Dunn. <laughs> uh, my other thought Maybe was, uh, Tracy Morgan will do it. My other thought is if no one else wants to touch the shiny, because you do get Tracy Morgan, you make it a comedy, it stars Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne, they move to the Overlook, <laughs> now it's a comedy yeah. with uh, Tracy Morgan as uh, Catman Scruthers. <laughs> Catman Scruthers. Yeah. There's a bunch of ways we can take this. And that guy shows up. Which? The guy from Neighbors. The neighbor shows up. Oh, um. Zach Efron shows up. Zach Efron. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. He's the hedge creature. We have. Well, I never talking about this, which was like. So I was looking, I was like, oh, you know, in, in the novel, Jack Torrance was only like 29. But obviously, you know, you cast whoever. And all these actors look great. And I was like. Why does Zach Efron? Why do I not believe Zach Efron could hold a real job? <laughs> he's age appropriate, but if you were just like he's a former high school teacher who's now a playwright, I was like bullshit. He is. <laughs> I still buy it. Dave Dave Franco. I was like, you're a child, right? No yeah, way. Yeah. No way. You you completed four years of, of college to get a degree to get a job and then teach at a job for four years before getting fired. I, just, I just don't buy it. Yeah, it's, it's just. Point. Actors in their 20s just look way too young. <laughs> I mean, good for them. You know? I mean, that's why Chris Evans at, you know, 37 still can play a 28-year-old Captain America, I yeah. guess. But, yeah. I, hard time Google searching. I, I get it, casting directors. It's hard. It's tough. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. iTunes, Stitcher. You know, you have everywhere to find us. Rate, review, leave some stars. Leave some feedback. Share it with some people. If, if you know someone who hasn't seen, analyze this. This is a great episode to give them for the holidays. Yeah, just... Uh, Fits in a stocking. Package it up onto a yeah. little thumb drive. Put it on a CD. <laughs> if you still got it, the CD player. Put it on a CD. If you yeah. got a CD drive that can burn a CD, throw it on a CD. <laughs> so that'll do it for this week. We'll be back uh, next week with uh, another movie. We picked one. We'll discuss it after because I, I definitely remember last week. I think we're going Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2. Back Lost, to New Lost York. Lost to New York. Lost to New York. Yeah. Um, Getting on that holiday bu- holiday bus. Yeah. 
So that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with Home Alone. Uh, until then, so don't be that guy. Guide to sequel remix. Oh, it's called Analyze Them. I feel pretty and witty and bright.